If you're the kind of dad who parents his kids with movie lines, and that movie is The Shining, then this is the podcast for you. We are Bad to the Dad. We're celebrating suburban dad life and every dad in between. If you're an urban dad, or if you're a dad that lives in a yurt, yurt till it hurts. Yurt till it hurts. We'll celebrate you too. This <laughs> is another week of podcasting with my good friend, Coach Randy. My name is Adam D, and we're so happy that you decided to download us and just do the dad thing. Dad thing. We're Bad to the Dad. That's right. That's what I, I just said. I know, but thanks I just, for listening. I, I, I am listening. I, uh, I think it's uh, we're coming along. Number fourteen. Yeah, uh, we're moving along. Uh, great episode today. Dave T. Koenig, yes. is going to be our guest. Friends from a college, buddy of mine from college, and and we've stayed in touch throughout the years. And one thing I really have to say about Dave is he's not just a great actor, a comedian, a former podcaster. Podcaster. He actually did a, a podcast uh, not too long ago called Bring Your Own Lunch, where he interviewed actors and comedians, people in the, in the theater world. Very, very entertaining. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, the great thing about podcasting, it's still available, mm-hmm. hasn't evaporated. You can go Google it and, and find out where to download it, and I, I think you'll enjoy it. It stands the test of time. But Dave is a very generous guy, so... Even after we graduated, graduated, how we graduated, kill the wabbit. After we graduated college, we would a footy tan. We would exchange job leads. Yeah, and uh, he always had some great job leads for me, and and allowed me to uh, do some side gigging as I was trying to figure my own thing out. Mm. And uh, just just a terrific guy, and you'll you'll find that out a little later on. Do you see uh, Avengers yet? I have not seen Avengers yet. It's the no. hot movie. I cannot, you know, I go I online. Can't get a ticket. Especially those theaters where now you were yes. reserve your own seat. Yeah. yeah so crazy. now I'm going to have to leave it all to fate and go to a theater where you don't reserve your own seat, but then show up like two hours ahead of two time. Two hours. I mean, it's like when Return of the Jedi came like, out in '83. I was going to say back in the '70s. I, I now have you're to go standing two, around three the block. Hours before the movie. You're standing around the block, just waiting in line. Yeah, well, yeah. today today is Sunday, and this yeah. is the uh, the day that we record the show and then eventually upload it so by next week's show I can give you a review of, of the Avengers. It's Avengers. Endgame. And uh, Endgame. There's uh, well before we get to this I just wanted to acknowledge of course uh, uh, our big sponsor. Yeah. Um, Berman Branding. Becky Berman. BermanBCS.com. Uh, BermanCS.com. Uh, we've, been, we've been promoting her a lot. We ran in last week to someone who uses her. Uh, please look out to her. She's a uh, remarkable graphic designer, works on websites, um, looks for small tweets, anything you need to do. If you work for organization, nonprofit, you need somebody, reach out to Berman Branding at BermanCS.com. Yeah, she designed our logo for Bad to the Dad, mm-hmm. the skull with the pipe, the hat, and the glasses. That mm-hmm. was all Becky. She does a fabulous job. I've seen some of her other work, so... You need graphic design or websites, uh, she is the person to go to. And of course, we encourage you to follow us on social media. Our biggest campaign is on Instagram. Instagram. Where it's at Bad to the Dad. Check out our guest information about our upcoming guests. See how we promote. Doing a good job with that. It's fun. You know, we're we're having a good time. It's all about the hashtag. Hashtag, and now you have like these little memes that comes out. We're actually quoting our guests. Fills up the week, but it also provides a little bit more color and activity yeah. to the show that was just on or or will be on. Mm-hmm. And you'll see some information about Dave T. Koenig mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram if you go there now. And, of course, we have a website where you can see pictures, in-action shots, behind-the-scenes. shots, behind-the-scenes. It's badtothedad.com. There's also a merchandise store. And, again, we've just released a new product, which yes. is the keychain, which the key opens chain. bottles Absolutely. and holds keys. And holds keys. I'm going to do a QV, QVC style. Absolutely. It is product number 14001. <laughs> There's only about four minutes left to buy this. You and it. We're running can, a special discount today, aren't we? Yeah, well, yeah, we're going to sell it today and today only. <laughs> But every other day as well, for three dollars. Three dollars. You're not going to be able to get a keychain like this Probably for not, lower no. than four fifty. No, no, especially like $3. this. Three dollars. And here's what we're going to do. What are you going to do? We're going to take one dollar from your three dollar purchase. One dollar from a three dollar purchase. And we're going to donate it to a men's health charity. A men's health charity, not just any uh, health charity. 
a men's health charity. Men, but we talked about testicular cancer. And, and name your favorite body part that only men have, and that is that's where we will donate the money. It's a ball cancer. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So, doing our besties with the testes. <laughs> besties with the testes. I just came up with that. Yes, I'm going to pat myself on the back. But now I've torn my rotator cuff, so now we got to donate to the torn is, rotator cuff. That's what's great about our show. We're in the fly. Yes. We have our moments. We have, of course, later. In our episode, we'll have the dad vice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have other pieces. Speaking of dads, yeah. um, have your kids ever become sick before? With like just a common cold or Co- a fever? Could be anything. Could anything. Oh, sure. Right? Now, uh, any dad, mom who's ever experienced this, there's nothing worse um, than your kid being sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as a dad, I think we're a bit handicapped. <laughs> uh, because, you know, you look at your kid and, you know, my youngest... Um, had a hundred two point four temp. Oh wow! Which is pretty high for a, for a ten year old kid. Throw her in the tub with ice. Uh, you know, we get there. We gave her some. You know, which we, and the, the thing I want to talk about is the medicine experience. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we have a full pharmacy upstairs, uh, but yet still doesn't seem to complete. And so uh, you have to go out to get the medicine. And the truth is, there's not many places. But fortunately, they have some twenty four hour. Stores yep. that are open, and so you, uh, as the dad, yep, because it's the dad's job, because mom is with, you know, your kid, providing have, the comfort, so, you know, snuggling, yeah, and so you have the twenty-four hour place, and you go and you get there. But the question is, what do you buy? What do you buy? What do you buy? And I and I, I don't know because I don't want to buy the wrong one. Uh, so you have because your ass is going back to the store <laughs> right. if you get the right. wrong one. And as a kid, you don't get the adults over you take a pill. Mm-hmm. They have options. Yes. They have different flavors. They have bubble gum. They have grape. They have, you have berry. generic. You have brand. Absolutely. Well, then, will my wife be upset with me because I spent an extra dollar fifty exactly. on the brand? On the brand. Yes. And so I don't want to mess up. And then of course you have the chewables. Uh huh. And you have the dissolvables. Yeah. And the truth is, I don't know about your kids. Do they like to take medicine? They prefer not to. They prefer not. If they to. had their way, but if they if they had to take medicine, they would prefer it be flavored. Be flavored and medicine. delicious. And, and do they eat it high do, in sugar? Do they take it right away. Uh, yeah, because we in, we enforce it now. Usually, they're doing a shot. The, exactly. whole, the whole idea of watching my kids like <laughs> do a shot, shot of right? medicine is you know. So, 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 as infants, yeah. I used to, I, I didn't mind giving medicine when they were babies mm-hmm. because you just took the syringe and you threw it right, right in the mouth and you throw it right in the mouth and it's yeah. done. Well, to a ten-year-old kid, you can't really take the syringe and force them, and so really, it's up to them. Now, we as parents know medicine is going to do what? Hopefully, make them better. Make them feel better, right? And the taste of medicine to them doesn't taste great. Now, do you remember what it was like for us to take medicine when we were younger? Yes. There was a song by Mary Poppins. Take a, it's a spoonful of sugar. Yeah. And why did you medicine go down? Because why did you eat a teaspoon of sugar? Because the medicine tastes like ass. It was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would. Yeah. And I keep trying to say, you don't understand how great medicine tastes. Mm-hmm. You have nothing to compare it to. It was now, like peppermint and turpentine. <laughs> whatever it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> I still remember that penicillin. It wasn't bubble gum. That's for sure. I'm literally almost gagging at the memory of that. So we we got liquid and we got we got uh, the chewable. Now the liquid, uh, my Brie, uh, we give her the dosage, you know, which is 15 milliliters, Mm -hmm. and she just takes little sips, little sips, little sips, little sips, and we're we're constantly going. If you just drank it. It'd be over with. And no, she just takes little sips for like a half an you hour. You need to get her a flight. <laughs> you know, like how they do at the breweries? Right. And so, a flight and so, put a little in each one. And so my wife, God love her, right? She she just goes crazy. Mm-hmm. She just snaps because Bree's just not taking the medicines. Just drink medicine. If you took the medicine, it would be over with. We'd be done. It's a constant battle yeah. of which yeah. of which you can't control. So then we decided, you know, we're not going to use the liquid. Let's do the chewables, right? And so she took a chewable, gagged on it, uh-huh. didn't like it so much, and at one point we gave her some other kind of combination chewable with some kind of liquid. <laughs> oh, <laughs> came back right? up. Projectile, the whole thing? And again, we know as adults that the medicine's going to help you. And she's looking at it, she's feeling bad, she's lost her voice, uh, she's got her fever. So I figured out the trick. I'm listening. You ready? Okay. All right. It took me, my oldest is 24, so it's taken me a few years to figure out how it is. So what you do is you take chewables. Mm. And you know the mint julep? 
Yeah, right. Very big, very big around this time of the year. Kentucky <laughs> right. Derby coming right. up. So, so you you take the chewables and you mash them, oh. and you mash them mm-hmm. to like it's like a dust. Okay, so right? we're freebasing children's medicine. Exactly. Okay. You mash it, mash it, right? And uh, you grab applesauce. Right, this is how we give medicine to the dog. <laughs> this is way. And so there's there's the applesauce, and you take the 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 chewable, and you put it in the applesauce, mm-hmm. and then you mix it up. Now, mind you, if you can handle the color of applesauce being like a green color, which didn't <laughs> seem to be too bad, you know what she did? Lapped it up. Oh, she liked it. Liked it. Did she ask for more? Loved it. Wow. Loved it. Done in seconds. Wow. You just datafied right there. In that moment, and I thought to myself, "Did you tell Bear and Tylenol that uh, J and J that this is this is how you do it?" So, so here's the here, here's here's the funny part that goes on. No, and I and I think maybe if they just sold this dust, mm-hmm. right? I think it'd be a so much better deal. Forget about pills. Forget about liquid. Mm-hmm. Smashing up. Wow. Heck, we'll teach them how to snort it. You might as well, right? <laughs> well, that's all. You, you do that all too well, Randy. Right? No, what's that purple stuff? Yes. Well, that's well, chewable tie yeah, off. Next week's podcast will be more of an intervention than so, an interview. So so then, of course, we're sitting at dinner, and Bree's feeling a little better. She's eating a, a cup of noodles, and she says, Daddy was great. Daddy, right? That's you. That's me. Daddy crunched the chewable medicine, and he put an applesauce. Daddy was so good, he made it so much easier for me to to take the medicine. Now, mind you, I'm feeling pretty proud. Let me own that moment, right? It's a dad moment. Give me credit. No. No. Mm-hmm. I can't own that credit. Do you know why? Who gets credit for that, really? Mom. And mom can't just sit back there and say, hey, you know, I'll let him have his glory. She goes, well, where do you think daddy got the idea from? Is that right? Is that right? And is that true? That is 100% true. So and you got the idea to... To get your well, little pestle. Well, so here's the thing. Cup and... So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Bree said, "What? Daddy said it was his idea." And I'm like, "Okay, now I'm under the bus. Now why can't I have those few moments?" Well, then she tries to backtrack and realizes she just crushed the fact that I could have been here in the moment. Well, she said, "Well, I told Daddy to get the chewables that he could crunch up and put in applesauce." And I said, "Well, here's the deal. You gave me the idea. All right. Now you didn't tell me how to do it." You didn't tell me the mechanism, so mechanism. You're crushing up. You're crushing up an oral solid. Well, I could have crushed yeah. it up a little bit. I could have a little, a little pebbles, whatever it is. I see you. I, I'm the one. You, you turned it into dust. So I said it became. We, you know, in the in the industry, we call that granulation. <laughs> so you granulated <laughs> a children's pill. And so my feelings are like whose it, idea was the applesauce? Uh, it, it was it was my wife's. Okay then. Yeah, I mean, so, I, so at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the story here, <laughs> I just I just I just wanted to be a dad mm-hmm. who can make my kid, and it just goes back to the point: the dads are useless, no matter what we do. <laughs> I told you, not even in the top. Not ten, even the top ten. Like, Mom is number one, and even in the moment when I can when I can take that moment of glory and be able to feel proud that I took care of my daughter in medicine, wow. Mom steps in to say no. Let's but you know, what? here's what I'll give you credit for: yeah. you were the guy yeah. who, in the dark of night, yes. went out to the 24-hour pharmacy, yes. Right and and so this is why where I want to bring the story back. Yeah. This is where I always struggle because yeah. I'm I'm that guy that's yeah. going out yes. to the drugstore yeah. and you feel like the clock is ticking. It's a oh, hundred two fever. It could get to one hundred two point five. One hundred seven. One hundred eight. It's like a radio station. Who knows? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so time is of the essence, yes. but but it's really not. Yes. And you're in the aisle. Yes. And like you said, you see all the varieties, yes. generic versus brand, and you're looking at all the boxes, thinking. All right, she's got a cough, mm-hmm. but does she have a runny nose? A runny nose. Because this one's only for cough. The one's decongested. Yes. What is for cough? This one's is an expectorant. An expectorant. But for like 35 cents more, Absolutely. I could get the all-in. But I don't want to get the all-in well, because that might be too much medicine. Too much medicine. What do I do here? And then what is an expectorant after all? I don't know what expectorant is. It doesn't tell you an expectorant what it's supposed to be. It's just a fancy name. You know what an expectorant is, right? Well, you're expecting. It, it loosens the mucus from the lungs and... So why do they call it the loosener? Why call it the no, expectorant? because that's not a scientific term. Like you said, you're chopped up. I said granulation. <laughs> you know, they, it, these are companies that need to justify right, so the, the science of their right, product. And then what's a DM? Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. If it's a BM, I know what a well, BM, BM is. Well, PM is, uh, yeah, PM, PM we get. Then yes. you have DM, and then there's other Ds, too. Yes. Yeah. 
So just, I mean, I'm saying, so no. it's like a DS. It, it's like it's like <laughs> buying a Mercedes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You actually got the so, top of the line. I got the diamond tap DM. I want the top of the line yeah. medicine. Yeah. So yeah. So in that regard, I, the, the the tie back in is you just don't know which one to get, and you want to get the top shelf, or you get the middle shelf, and it's like alcohol, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, but still, I could not do it on my own and do it without. As long as you're not buying all these medicines like aged 18 years. And, well, it's not like buying scotch. You're a precipia in terms of yeah. your, uh, for your grayness and your hair and your baldiness. <laughs> Great story. We're bad to the dead. Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Follow us on social media. Instagram, of course, at Bad to the Dad. And our website, badtothedad.com. Let's introduce our guest, I'm Dave, so Dave T. Koenig. Hey, welcome in. How are you, Dave? I'm I'm awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. It I, is. I, it, in, do you guys have a nickname for this studio yet? I just call it oh. the Basement Studio. But we seem to have a nickname for everything, we Dave. Love so, it. you know, you're, you're on an idea. So I kind of went, I immediately thought to myself, thanks for having me in the den. Ooh, the den. The den. seems like a very dad thing to have. All den. right. Yeah. Not a man cave, because that's where the TV yeah, is. Yeah, no, this is the den. This is, oh, the this den. is a professional recording studio, All but right. you want to give it that image of that being homey and, you know, in someone's living space. So give it the, call it the den. That's my yeah. recommendation to uh, you. Well, I got to tell you, I think our job is done. Dave, thanks for being here. Today. Hey, it was my pleasure. Thanks very much. Program. Record time we <laughs> completed the show. Well, well, welcome to the dead. I can't disappoint uh, if I get out quick. I'm thinking yeah. of memes already yeah, that I can post <laughs> in the week. Welcome <laughs> to the dead. Yeah. If I leave you with anything, let that be it. Well, that is great. I, I, I'm feeling the dead. I am. It, it has that, that denish kind of way about it. So, all right. The den it is. Yeah. Tell Becky Berman to, <laughs> Work on the to logo. do some graphic design <laughs> and, and off we go. Dave, awesome to see it. It's it's been a while, so yeah, uh, for, yeah. for the listeners' benefit, uh, Dave and I uh, went to college together at Hofstra, and we were college colleagues in in that we were uh, both in the uh, campus media and with Hofstra Television and WRHU, U.S. News and World Reports, number one radio station in the land. Yeah, I see. I called you a friend, but if you want to go colleague, that's fine. Friend, friend, <laughs> we're slash friend, colleague, friend, colleague, and, and all around Old good guys. Yeah, yeah. Man. No, no, it. it uh, we reminisced a little bit about our common time at Hofstra. We didn't talk too much before, but yeah. yeah. There's the, so, Dave, you so you, you did the broadcasting thing. Yes. Now you're into acting. Yes. Tell us about that transition and the how and why you, you got into acting. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking about this. I think the last time you and I talked on the phone may have been at that pivot point where yeah. I became an actor. Um, the truth is that when I was a kid, I would do... Uh, I would go into the city. I grew up on Long Island, so I was I had access to the city. My parents would sometimes bring me into auditions, and I did a couple of minor jobs when I was a kid. And then I turned twelve and became very awkward. Um, but I no. went. I, 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 hard to imagine this guy really? right in front of you. This this uh, bastion of uh, uh, smoothness of, of smoothness. It's but you have to own it. And, you have to and own the alpha male. Uh, I, I don't believe it, but if you say so, I, I will accept that as being truth. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. Um, <laughs> I was lucky enough to go to a high school that had a great theater program, so I had that background, and we did plays and stuff like that, and, and I had an everyday acting class. So I, I had a very good foundation as an actor uh, from an educational standpoint, but I didn't pursue I did some stuff at Hofstra, but I didn't do a lot of it. But I convinced myself that because I kind of look like this, just... A little bit younger when I was 18, there was not a market for me to be an actor. And I convinced myself that you had to be Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise or all that stuff. No, but I have to admit, you do have a you have a you have a face for radio. I got to tell you that. And a voice for newspaper. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I appreciate that very much. Um, <laughs> You're bringing out the Borscht Belt stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's pretty good, right? Hey, tip the veal. Um, <laughs> so I I uh, had totally put it out of my mind that I could be an actor. I didn't pursue it in college, and I didn't pursue it. In my early 20s, I just got bounced around a lot. I went from broadcasting to production of commercials. Um, and I was on the fringe of it all the time. And and I worked for USA Networks, but as a writer for our websites. And, you know, I did things that weren't acting related, but sort of acting adjacent, I guess you could say. Acting-ish. Acting-ish. And finally, I got laid off from that job at USA Networks. 
and started to look for another job. And I was, I had moved in with my now wife in Queens and I couldn't get arrested. I, I, I literally tried to get a job delivering newspapers, couldn't do it. Hmm. And it was that, I think it was you and I spoke about a job that you were doing that was maybe hiring. And I think that conversation stuck with me because I think that was maybe one of the last conversations I had. Public relations or something? Yeah, I think it was. Right around 9-11, too. Yeah, it was. It was just after 9-11. So, yeah, it was not a good environment for getting new work anyway. Um, And when I looked at my life and I said, you know what? What's the most fun part of any job I have ever had? And it's the, uh, the interview. Mm-hmm. I loved interviewing. Yeah. Loved it. The worst part of any job I ever had was always the first day. Because unless it was a job like working in radio or now working as an actor, it took me about 15 minutes to realize I'm not going to stay doing this very long. They'd, they'd walk me around, they'd give me the tour, and they'd say, this is the lunchroom, this is where you'll sit. So you this- love the hunt. I love the hunt. Yeah, I, you're right. Yeah. I do love that. That's a really good way to put it. I I loved the interview process, and I said, you know what? If it's gonna suck this bad to get a job, <laughs> I want to go after jobs that I'm gonna love once I get them. Yeah. And I went back to my roots, and I said, you know what? I always wanted to do this. Why did I tell myself I couldn't? I want to be creative. I want to be uh, in that sort of an environment, and you know, like I can be a professional interview yeah and that's basically what auditioning is is going in putting your best foot forward charming them pretending like you know what you're doing and and pretending you're somebody else right because it's it's acting yeah i mean i have that layer on top of it but yeah generally i mean this is a whole different part of a conversation but i also happened to go to a seminar um that was run by sandy shuren uh her acting school and they said something that really hit home with me, which is, you are enough. You, by yourself, are enough. You don't have to be Tom Cruise. You don't have to be Brad Pitt. You don't have to be anybody else. Mm-hmm. You go in there and you... You be you. You be you. Yeah. Sell yourself. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. I can go in there and I can be me or whatever version of me fits what they need. And that's enough. Hmm. So, big breaks. You know, from uh, from my vantage point, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I I saw your big break as the Wendy's commercial, Remember the Wendy's commercial, <laughs> yeah, it's, and, yeah. and see, where's the beef? Well, no, but just Davis is like one of these guys. You're like, I know that guy. Yeah. Where have I seen that guy? And he keeps popping up in these shows where you keep saying, I know that guy. Yeah. For me, I happen to know know Dave, you know, a little more than than most people. But it was a Wendy's commercial. You're sitting there with your kids, and the fact mm-hmm. that. Dave was in a commercial where even as an actor, he had kids. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> we, we are crossing a threshold now into a different part of our lives. Yeah, and no he's way. got three David kids. Kelly. They're all watching baseball. And I guess Wendy's had these hamburgers, the single, the double, and the, and the and triple. The triple. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Any way to manufacture more cholesterol in your body, Wendy's is going to provide. Healthy fast food. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're if you're doing comparison shots, you could said. probably do worse. The views and opinions Wendy's. of the other gentlemen in Where's this the beef? Uh, <laughs> podcast do not represent me or my yes. uh, uh, willingness. They to sure work. as hell don't rep- represent Wendy's. Yeah, they. So, they yeah. Uh, or and, my and scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or my ability to work for them in the future. <laughs> Was that the big break though for you, Wendy's? The Wendy's commercial did that catapult you. You know, so it's it's funny when you put it that way because I still, you're I, I've been doing this since two thousand two. Mm-hmm. Full-time acting pursuit. And so that's almost like 17 years. And Good for you. To be honest, I think the idea of the big break is kind of behind, uh, beyond what what I think is reality in the business. Yes, there are people who get plucked off the street, put into a situation, but more often than not, everybody who you are now being introduced to on TV for the first time who's like, Oh, wow, they're so good. More often than not, they have been working at it for 10, 15, mm-hmm, 20 years. Mm-hmm. So the first job I got was awesome. It didn't pay any money, but it got me in the door. So that was a big break. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a validation that, okay, somebody wants to put me in a show. What was that What was that show? I, I, I want to say the first real, honest to God, good show that I did was something called Radio Radio, which was at the 2002 New York Fringe Festival. Hmm. 
Not too many people were in it or involved, but I can say that I have friends to this day who I worked with on that show, and and it was the first time I got written up and and uh, just like on a website. And it was like, wow, okay, this is this is letting me know mm-hmm. there's something, and that led me to ultimately finding agents that I worked with who put me out for auditions for commercials, and I did a series of uh, promos on ESPN. That was like, oh, wow, that felt like a big break. Mm-hmm. And I, from here, it's like smooth sailing. Yeah. And that was awesome. But but that was a non-union job, which means it didn't pay nearly as well as a union mm-hmm. job. It's smooth sailing, David. Was it really smooth sailing? Never. It's never smooth sailing. That's what, that's what uh, I think defines this career, not more than any other, but, but definitely defines this career is that it's never consistent. It's never mm-hmm. smooth. It's always... I'm always in a state of being out of work. Yeah. But the thing is, when they pay me, they're paying me for days where I'm not working. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the struggle to get more work and the, and the hustle and the, and the time you spend not getting paid, that's what they're ultimately paying me for. When they ask me to actually work, I would do that for free. Hmm. It's when you are there... Being paid to do this ridiculous stuff that I sometimes am paid to do, it's like a vacation. So every time I get work, it's a big break. But every time I think it's a big break, it's like, okay, hold on there, pal. You know, this mm-hmm. is the, the here's some here's some humility. Remember that that you're only as good as your last job. Right. Yeah. So you you have been successful landing really good gigs on really good popular TV shows. So yeah, Dave can be seen in uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's Maisel, not Maisel. Yeah, uh, Maisel, yes. Maisel, yeah. and uh, The Americans. The Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Bloods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of getting your ass kicked, I, I was watching your demo reel. I see that <laughs> you play a lot of roles where you get your ass kicked. Somebody, somebody told me, like, my absolute, I guess, milieu as a performer is just getting dumped on entirely <laughs> and I'm, I'm i'm i'll i'll take that you know if that gives me a career that lasts the next 40 years i'll take it yeah. you know mm-hmm. i love being able to do things that are outside my comfort zone i love playing a, an absolute dick that's awesome to do but is that really acting for you no 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 that's that's <laughs> i can i can vouch that it is it's a stretch it's yeah i mean people may argue um <laughs> But, <laughs> but no, no, I mean, I love, I love the opportunity to, to play something because it, in normal life, you don't get to yell things at people that are just completely mean, but in a, in, a, in an environment where that, there's that, that layer of, of, I'm not playing me, you're not playing you, I can yell mean things at you and you're not going to be destroyed or upset or anything like that. But to be honest, if they're looking for somebody who is the guy who is the other product, I'm a good candidate, you know. So then how, do you, how does one prepare to be a dick in playing that episode and playing that character? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I guess it depends on the scenario, but, I mean, I've, I've known lots of dicks in my life. <laughs> um, drawing, so, drawing on some of the best role models that you've seen. Yeah. I mean, you can identify the character that you want to identify as being, that was a person that taught me how to be a dick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, it, it's, and it depends what kind of dick we're talking about, you know. I mean, I... One of my wife's favorite things that I ever did was where I was just a complete... The, the character was called The Monster. Mm-hmm. And I based it completely on a guy I used to work for who was just a monster. And <laughs> it, was the mo- it was really, really fun. And when you can do something like that and really get yourself into a character, and then you meet people and related to the show or, mm-hmm. or afterwards... And they realize that's not you. They're like, "Whoa, that was so, like I, I've You're had good. Ex- yeah, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've had experiences where, and and it's happened a few times where the show will end and everybody will congregate somewhere afterwards. I don't want to be near you. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know. <laughs> Thankfully, that's not true. Um, the <laughs> they <laughs> just tell them we're going home. We'll see you at the bar in ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's such a thing as cast parties? <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> so everybody would congregate somewhere afterwards, and you know, you'd know, you start to meet people and say, oh, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm friends with the guy in the show. I was like, okay, yeah, what did, what, how do, who do you know on the show? I was like, 
I, I, I was in it. And they're like, no way, that was you? And that's the best compliment yeah. ever. Yeah. That means that you, ever. Were, you were acting. And I also am not a bad person. You know, <laughs> like If I'm playing a real dick, they don't remember, uh, they, they can't relate the fact that I'm that guy who was playing that thing. But more often than not, the parts that are more like Dave are the ones that, that I'm most successful with. And mm-hmm. it says a lot about me, and I have to be okay with that. You know, that's a nice range. I mean, here you were, you work for that guy. Yeah, yeah. And think the gift he gave you. Oh, completely. X number of years down the road. Absolutely. Is he gave you the gift of being able to play that role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, I think just being naturally observational about yeah. people's little ticks and quirks and, you know, their motivations and things like that. In retrospect, ended up being a really good study for me mm-hmm. as an actor because mm-hmm. yeah, I can steal. I mean, it, it's somebody else said that it's like acting is just the art of stealing from everybody you've it's ever like met. It's the word borrow. I think it's something borrow, you just steal. You're, you're not giving them. it back. Then. You're not giving it back. I guess you're not giving it back. Yeah, so. I'm, well, I'm paying them back with interest Absolutely. with my performance. Oh, Absolutely. Yes. Okay. You're paying it forward. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm giving the gift of them yeah. to the world. To the world. Yes. You do have a family. Yes. You've yeah. got, you've got a, a Oh, yeah, this is a dad show. I forgot. Yeah. 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 So now you're seeing the paradigm. We talk about you professionally, let you promote, and now we now we talk family. I have See, the secret's out. The oh, secret's out. Yeah. don't look behind the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, fortunately, we don't have a curtain, so it's always open. In the den. In the, in the, den. In the den. Yeah. <laughs> Newly minted. You have to give Sweet. Dave a quarter anytime somebody says the den. Whether you're talking about our den or anybody's den. <laughs> out of the dad yeah. den. That's the den. exactly yeah. how residuals works. Yeah. So you've got, uh, you've got, tell us a little bit about your kids oh my kids are awesome you know it's it we could talk all day about anything i've done in theater and it won't compare to being a dad i'm, I'm a shamelessly proud uh very gratified feeling very accomplished for having done it father mm-hmm. and i have a i have a 10 year old daughter uh named caroline and a six-year-old no oh, he just turned seven she's seven-year-old yeah, son named jack yeah. uh he, he knows i know um and they're just, they're awesome, and and for every other professional goal I ever had, mm-hmm. it dwarfs what I wanted to do as a person and as an adult, and that's to have a family. And mm-hmm. I I couldn't have uh, asked for better. Are they into theater too? My daughter is. <laughs> we can talk about my dad day yesterday because I think it's fitting. But she actually has uh, the acting bug. Um, she's like her dad. She's a character actor, but she's. She's really very, very, very outgoing, very comfortable on a stage, like ridiculously comfortable. Um, so last night she had her, uh, she entered a two-show run of Annie, where wow. yeah, she she played four parts, um, which is just like her dad. It wasn't a one-man show though. Was no, it? I was, although man, I thought I, had, I was watching, it, I was going. This would be hilarious as a one-man show. <laughs> or a one-man film. She's called Just Annie. Yeah, Just, <laughs> just Annie. It's like uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, only the, the, the really boring moments in between <laughs> musical numbers of Annie. You know? <laughs> just her doing the laundry. <laughs> That's good. Sticking the dog out. Sleeping yeah. in her bed. <laughs> walking Sandy. How does one get yelled at? <laughs> it's, it's the Truman Show version. <laughs> right, okay. right, right. That's funny. Good morning and good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I don't see you. Good night. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. Come on, come on. Tomorrow, it's the, oh, yeah, it's the I, song I, from Annie. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I wasn't uh, seeing tomorrow. I, was I wasn't like, connecting we're, the dots. We're, 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 uh, that was very It's tough. been a while since we've that's worked together. Stick. That's your creativity. That's right. It, that's, it was very so good because we were on Truman and I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, but he, but he, he's doing out. this all the time. In, tomorrow. In improv, we call that a callback. A callback. That is right. And uh, Randy and I call that missing the mark. So, right. yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and as we say, okay, and sing. And sing. And, sing. Yeah. and you know. I, so, I, I, so, so a run in Annie for your daughter, and this this was where? This was in uh, Ridgewood, New Jersey. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a theater program. They do a great job. Uh, it's called, oh, geez, um, Stage Right Productions. Oh, okay. I was going to call it that theater program in That theater in program in Ridgewood. No, no, no. It's uh, Stage Right Productions. I want to give them a little shout out because they did a great job. Uh, some really talented kids were in it, and Caroline had a blast. And it was, it gives me a chance to talk about the, the dad part of life, mm-hmm. where yesterday the day started where I took the kids uh, to help my dad with his uh, garage sale. And so it started at 7.30, we drove, it took us a half hour to get there, helped my dad get set up with his garage sale, we, we, you know, we, we set them all up with tables and everything. 
Um, at a couple hours into it, I had to take my son to a birthday party. Now, meanwhile, my wife was running, uh, doing a 5K run, oh, which okay. is impressive in and of itself because I think I've run 5K total. Um, <laughs> From what, one room to the other yeah. many, many times. <laughs> Cumulatively yeah. over the years, yes. Um so she picked up my son, brought him there. I took her from the garage sale home to get her ready for the mm-hmm. performance. Took her to uh, the venue where the performance was. Then she said, I can't find my skirt. So we had to then run and buy her a skirt to be to wear in the show. <laughs> so And then we went out to dinner and then we, we got some donuts and then we all collapsed because it was that kind of day. But mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's what we do as So parents. donuts, no, sports is often ice cream. Donuts is to theater. Um, no, ice cream is theater too. Okay, yeah. Right. This was we were all exhausted. Mm-hmm. Ice cream would take too long to eat. <laughs> Let's just get donuts <laughs> and celebrate with donuts. Yeah, because yeah. I mean they were exhausted, and and for two days she basically wasn't home, mm-hmm. and it was you know just just exhausted. Was, was the whole family done. there? Uh, watching her Friday night. We had my dad came, my sister yeah. came, uh, my niece came. Uh, a bunch of her, uh, three of her friends yeah. came. Um, oh, actually, three friends came throughout the weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, we had a lot of, uh, yeah, we both, my, my wife and I and my son, we all went to both performances. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was great to be able to support her and do stuff like that because that's how my parents were with me. They were very supportive when I did shows. Mm-hmm. So, I, I want to... Did she ever come to say, Dad, I need some... Uh some advice here? Can you kind of help me out? Or does she kind of say, don't talk to me because You know, I'm also her I'm also her coach in different sports. Okay. Like, so for me, there's that worry that, you know, is she going to be like, duh, dad, <laughs> shut up. You don't yeah. know. She is very coachable. And I'm very impressed when she is. She gets a little bit frustrated sometimes. But it helps me be a better dad slash coach mm-hmm. to know what works and what doesn't mm-hmm. by using her as sort of a litmus test. Mm-hmm. So she she can be very as much as patient with me as I am with her sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as, as she gets a little bit older, she can sometimes go, I, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that kind of thing. Yeah. But she, you know, my son, on the other hand, uh, I was his baseball coach last year for the first time, or he was playing baseball for the first time as a kindergartner. And he, we asked him if he wanted to go back and play this year, and he said, um, "Is Daddy going to be the coach?" <laughs> so, so I like, well, Daddy doesn't have to be the coach. If you want to yeah. play baseball, yeah. Daddy will just back away, and I'll I'll just watch. And he's like, "Okay, then I'll play." <laughs> so, <laughs> ouch. Yeah, yeah. So, or or few. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I it was both. Uh-huh. Um, so, the, but the league came to me and said they're really short Sorry, on assistant yeah, coaches. Yeah, yeah. Would you be willing to do? And I said, oh, well, the only reason I didn't is because my son didn't want me to coach. And they yeah. said, well, here's what you can do to help the situation. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't like you have to coach, but it was like, let us help you help, help us. You. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I said, all right, I'll do it. I'll just have a talk with him. Mm-hmm. And I said, Jack, I know you didn't want me to be your coach this year, mm-hmm. but the, the league really needs some help. And they really wanted me to be an assistant to help out the coach that you're going to have this year. And he goes, oh, all right. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Yeah. It, it, like, why didn't you tip? Was, what happened? But There's no debate. There's no yeah, debate. The, uh, I could have. This could have been months yeah, ago. We yeah. figured this out. Yeah, that's a great thing about kids. Now, when you think about, you know, your acting, mm-hmm. um, TV dads, you know, movie dads. Mm. Uh, when you think about the kind of dad, you know, who would you, who do you base your dadding on? Oh, it's you know. That's, gonna, and that's a really good question because awesome I was question. talking to somebody yesterday who was saying, you know, in, in most TV shows, mm-hmm. dads are made out to be buffoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go out, they work, mm-hmm. they make the daily bread, they come back, mm-hmm. but they just get dumped on and they, and they show their inability mm-hmm. to understand the mechanisms of, yes. of the house because they're being brilliant outside the house. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's totally true and maybe that speaks to a bigger problem mm-hmm. in in just our development as a society is that we value stupidity so much as entertainment mm-hmm. and politically also. Um, but it's going to sound so trite and so like sappy, but it's Oh true. no, 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 no. I mean, I base, I base my being a dad on my own dad. You know, I, he, he was, you know, the, the, he, he did it. He did as perfect a job as any dad could. And I want to emulate that as best I can. So no Cliff Hustable, 
That's the problem. Yeah, so in hindsight, <laughs> yes. the fuck's to bullet! Not so great! I'm you know? glad that I had a great role model, yeah. because how disappointing <laughs> would it be yeah, to Cleaver? <laughs> See, that it wasn't realistic yeah, to me. You yeah. know, it's like, I didn't want to be a dad who was in a suit all the time. You know, I no, wanted... Tom Selleck is a... To, for, what... Well, that's not a comedy. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, a, that's yeah. a drama. Yeah, and, and I'm that, you were doing a callback, and I was thinking, who in Magnum PI was he a dad? <laughs> of? First, I was thinking about the Hawaiian shirt too. I'm like, oh. and then the character on Friends. I need to wake up. Um, no, but it's nice about no, your dad. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and to be honest, my dad was as close to. Cliff Huxtable, mm-hmm. I always I always saw a lot of in, right down to the sweaters. Yeah, was a thing for me, and I I mean I'll I'll say it now, I Bill Cosby was a hero of mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. but thank God I didn't base my entire life idolizing yeah. somebody mm-hmm. like who ends up being yeah. incredibly disappointing yeah, as a absolutely. person. Yeah, so you know I can look at my dad and and like I can say I I don't ever recall a single day where my dad told me anything but truth. Mm-hmm. I don't think he ever. Even if the truth hurt, even the truth hurt. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, unless you count lies of omission, which yeah. you know, I mean, why would he tell me about you know, uh, small details that aren't important to a kid? Mm-hmm. But he never ultimately told a lie, mm-hmm. and that to me is very, very important. And that's the biggest thing I teach my kids is that you know, hey, you spend your entire life building up a reputation of telling the mm-hmm. truth. It takes one lie, yeah, to mess it all up, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, get that trust back is it's an uphill you, battle. You like yeah. being a dad. Say again. You, you enjoy being a dad. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. I mean, I, I if I had to give up one um, child or oh no, yeah, <laughs> we're going with it. It would be a flip of a coin. No, if I had to give up one, I'd give up the career. Yeah. Of course, if I gave up the career, I'd have no money, and they mm-hmm. take away the kids. So it really wouldn't work out too well. Mm-hmm. But I no, I, I I love being a dad, and yeah. it's it's uh it's it's my gift to the world to help bring to really cool people into the world. And your wife, um, what is she, what is she, what, how does she uh, involve with your family? Does she, does she, well, she had the I kids. She, yeah, she birthed the kids. She birthed yeah. the kids. And I mean, uh, she'll always have that over you, by the yeah. way. Yeah. They were inside me. <laughs> she doesn't lord me. No, no. What do you got? <laughs> yeah, right. She, no, she does not lord that yeah. over on me to her ending, unending credit. But, um, you know that she's a runner. She is a runner, um, and she she's she's in far better shape than I am. Um, she actually got a degree in theater huh. uh, and pursued it a little bit professionally out of school. But she's somebody who absolutely needs stability, mm-hmm. so she needs uh, structure mm-hmm. and and routine, and she thrives on that. Mm-hmm. So speaking of making excellent points, yes, you know we have a segment on our show. Yes. Tell me, wrap up the interview. Cool. It's called Dad Vice. Dad Vice. Oh, and you've dun, been dropping. Where have you heard that before? Yep. So. <laughs> You've been dropping some dad advice throughout the interview, but I like whether to. you want to pull it all together or if you have something you haven't shared before, oh my god! What are some what are some words of wisdom or what's a you know a, a mantra or a maxim that that you've used in your own parenting experience that you'd like to share with all the dad listeners out there? All right, so I I I'm gonna do that pay it forward thing, mm-hmm. and I'll tie it into us because this came from a fellow Hofstra oh. grad. Uh, a guy named Joe Zito, who I had done a student film for when I was at Hofstra, that he, some 15 years later, finally actually produced. And we, he, he did a, a viewing for it in the city. It was really cool. And I got to re- see a lot of people I hadn't seen in a long time at Hofstra. But when he finally put the film together, it was before I had kids. Mm-hmm. And then I found out we were going to have kids, and I talked to him on the phone, and he said something to me that was that stuck with me, and I share this with everybody who uh, I find out is going to have a baby, is that it's going to be hard. There's no doubt about it. Adjusting to life as a parent is something you can't replicate in any way, shape, or form. It's just going to be difficult. You're going to lose a lot of sleep. You're going to be completely confused about what's happening. You're going to get tons of advice that you don't know what to do with and your brain is going to be spinning and then one day you're going to turn around and you'll go, oh, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Spontaneously, mm-hmm. it'll just be automatic that you got this and you don't know when it's going to happen. You can't predict it, 
but you will get that moment. And when you do, it all gets easier. It only gets easier. So that's yeah. my advice. I'm a little for clout. I'm a little choked up on that one. <laughs> this is good, good stuff. Good stuff. I'm going to write this down. Write Maybe this someday down. we will write this yeah, down. Absolutely. Dave T. Koenig, yeah, actor, comedian. We didn't even talk We're, about his, his the Maisel. We didn't talk about America. I think we, we, come talk, back. we talked a little Maisel. I'll yeah, talk a little back. bit. You'll, you'll yeah. come back? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Are you kidding? I, this is fun. I'm, I'm sleeping in the den. There you go. <laughs> and it does pull out this cat, right? Absolutely. But if it doesn't, it should. So I don't know what kind of podcast this is then. <laughs> so we're bad to the dad. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, putting the bad in the okay. So 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 speaking of which, where can we see you next? Um, yeah. We're going to see you on more Maisel or uh, n- not? Not unless they ask me to come back. Uh, there's always hope. Uh, thankfully, I not. I don't know. If this is a spoiler. I did not die in in the the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, unlike some other that shows elevator didn't just all of a sudden. It may have, for all I know, because yeah. I haven't been. Well, back. You didn't die in the Battle of the Bastards. No. Oh man. Oh. Well, that's where I'll be soon. I'm going to be sitting in front of a, a TV yes. watching that battle yeah. coming up. Um, of Winterfell, of, King of the North, King oh. of the North. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah, and and three weeks from now, this is going to seem like the most dated podcast ever. ever. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> Game of Thrones fans—they're very nostalgic. <laughs> We're watching it all over again. No, I mean the funny thing about my career, and and I'll sort of wrap it up this way: is that technology has changed so much. Mm-hmm. It used to be where if you did a TV show, it aired on one night, and then maybe it ran a second time in reruns. But if you didn't catch it either time, you didn't see it. You're Mm -hmm. done. But the benefit was you knew if it was a popular show, everybody was watching it that night. Mm -hmm. So the first time I did something that anybody saw on TV, boom, tons of comments about Mm -hmm. it. Then and there. Phone calls, texts, whatever messages were happening on... This was pre-Facebook probably, so... Early 90s. Early, no, no, how was the, no, 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 early 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah. yeah. Early 2000s, so I would get yeah. emails and stuff like that. And it would be this big boom of things happening all at once. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll have people come up to me sprinkled out throughout the year about something I did six years, years ago. ago. <laughs> so when I say I, there's nothing coming up I'm promoting, yeah. you may see me tomorrow in something and I don't know well, it's... Blue Blood is in syndication, yeah. so you're going to see it yeah. there. Or on in other words, market. go back. Go back and watch Binge watch Absolutely. some shows and yeah. you'll see Dave. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I love that when they say, I was binge watching a great show and there's Dave. Yeah. And it's like, oh, ah, yeah. that puts me in really good company. Yeah. So Daredevil, one of my, my favorite shows mm-hmm. on Netflix. I think it's one, one of the Daredevil. best Marvel vehicles. Yes. That, that and Punisher. I'm like... That's Dave Cannon! He's the lawyer! Look at that! I'll tell a funny story real quick about that. So, that scene was shot um, in one of the new World Trade Center buildings, and it was really high up there, beautiful scenery and all that stuff. And beautiful, this huge, huge, uh, uh, what do you call those things? Boardroom or mm-hmm. uh, conference room? Yeah. And it was all just like pristine, and the building was like brand new and stuff. Um, that and new I was, building smell, right? Yeah. yeah, and I was I was ready to just go, and everything was awesome. And I'm sitting there, and suddenly my throat starts to close because <laughs> the guy, the old man, the old man, I shouldn't say that. The the older gentleman who was playing an old man um, was wearing a wolf sweater. So I had like you, what you're seeing in there was me having a pained expression on my face, but mostly because. I was having trouble breathing because I'm very allergic to wool. But, but oh. you used it, right? So, so the, the old older gentleman you're referring to, he was your client, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And if I remember the episode correctly, he had some sort of uh, physical ailment yeah, that he yeah. got from you know working in a factory or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's like an asbestos type As, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't remember exactly the detail. Yeah. But. And you're going up against the mega firm. Right. Right. You know, with a lot of money and a lot of lawyers, and that is the Mac, Matt Murdock character. Oh, who was, Daredevil nice. was working at was the time. Was a flashback. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, the, that guy had a like a pretend oxygen mask that he was wearing, or one of those things that that sticks in your nose. Yeah. Um, I and they had their end needed needed it. <laughs> yeah. Our guest on Bed to the Dead this week, Dave T. Koenig. Catch him. In a, a binge watching weekend or American Maisel, quit your job and Blue Blood. And, and Google Dave and find out where he is and you know your life will be fulfilled after you've seen his entire reel. I know mine will because right. I get residual sometimes when people there do you that. go yeah. well residual yeah right <laughs> absolutely get, it's, it's got to get paid you gotta get it's got to get paid get the Benjis awesome great seeing you again hey thanks, thanks so much for having me on this is the uh, most fun den I've been in all week <laughs> me too.
We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Another great show in the can. want to thank my good friend, actor, comedian, podcaster, Mr. Dave T. Koenig. And an all-around great guy. I mean, he had a voice. I mean, everything. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm leaving the, the den. The you den. like the den? I think so. I yeah. think I like the den. I, yeah. I like calling this place a name. I think we have to say we're Bad to the Dad coming to you, you know, from... The den, or maybe something like that. And, and what I like about it is, mm-hmm. it it kind of pairs nicely with our logo. You know, mm-hmm. the um, the skull, the bad to yeah. the dead with the skull, and our names mm-hmm. kind of looks like a bourbon bottle. Yeah. And the den sounds like a place where maybe dudes go to drink bourbon, to, to drink bourbon, and yes. talk about their dadness, or yes. not talk about their dadness and talk about something else because they want to relax. But I, I think each day, each week, we're constantly learning. Other ideas coming up. I think our dad vibes has taken on almost a new life of its own. I think uh, uh, we got something there. I think that's something you want to think about. I feel about. like we're really helping people. We're helping With the people. help of our guests. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have uh, maintained healthy marriages because we understand the value of dads and mm-hmm. where the uh, the dadness comes from, from the support of the moms. Learning, learning so much from so many different people, including ourselves, and uh, just having a... A good time doing it, and we are not done. We are not done. Not by we, a we long got, shot. We got more coming into the month mm-hmm. of May. Uh, yeah. We got more coming. I mean, I got to tell you, next week we have a good one. Yeah, yeah, we got a good one. It's uh, this is uh, it's Cinco de Mayo week, right? It is Cinco de Mayo, and so I'm all about that. It's, it's called Cinco de Padre. Ah, okay. Cinco de Padre. Taking it Espanol. Espanol, mm. and uh, have uh, a dear friend. Uh, Gary Berger coming in. Yeah. So what's uh, what's Gary Berger's thing? Gary is a uh, director of guidance. He's involved oh, in a yeah. high school, and we're we're going all out for college selection. We're going oh. out. Then the he can't wait to come and talk yeah. about some of the stories he gets in terms of parents and college. Well, the, the, the Met Block episode was very very popular. Yes. And we really dug deep yes. on all of the not the ills of education, yes. but the ills that mm-hmm. parents bring yes. to the education system uh, and, and how and, they manage it for their kids. And actually, Gary travels to these conferences around around the country, uh, all with guidance counselors, all dealing with the same kind of pieces. Uh, and we're going to have fun. It's it's a celebration. He's a uh, dad, too. He is a dad, yeah, too. Big age it, gap between it, his two very, kids, Very, very big so age gap. It's, it's a fantastic story about, between the two uh, and how uh, um, he went. Um, his wife, Audra is also an educator, mm-hmm. um, and it'll be a fun time. Gary is a, Gary's a funny guy. Yeah, no, we love Gary. Gary Gary's a funny guy, and uh, uh, just was in contact with him, so we're looking forward to him. It'll be Cinco de Padre next week. Love it. Love it. I'll get my nachos and uh, get my sombrero out, Maybe of, some the, shots out of the tequila. funny pot closet. Oh, yeah, great idea. Some Coronas. Hey, that's what we do here on Bad to the Dad. Thanks, dads, and have a great week.